We're so happy to see the return of those classic purple trash cans, such a big part of our favorite Passions Cove memories. Meanwhile, in Eustabin, Dentonic pulls another of its dazzling magic acts with a thrilling fake robbery to hype up the release of the 150th anniversary pin. Not that we could even be more excited. You know, I'll admit it, I was fooled. I believed there was a heist. I even believed that I was in actual danger just because I received a minor fracture in my tibia from being knocked over by Dominic Goodparty. Or whoever he really was. Luckily, it was Beef Punchly to the rescue, stopping the robbery, retrieving the pin, and maybe even leaving a few broken hearts in his wake. Welcome back, Beef! That's gonna do it for this week's Deepies. I'm Crystal with a K, and as Dentonic always says, never know when to stop dreaming. so soon you children wish another tale huh? if you open to me episodes a few more yeah a few more minutes before the stew is prepared now justin what you're doing one, i've been saving you're, until you, you're I, setting up you an expectation not can you guys not fucking give me 30 seconds to set a little bit of tone it's just, Who is I want to warn character? you, this character will be codified if you continue to use him. And you'll, then the you'll next, need to name him. The next and then chapter you... in Steve <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> in my book that I've written. Hey, welcome to the Adventure Zone Steeplechase. Um, a nasty story about nasty people. Um, I am Justin McElroy, and I am your game master. If you, uh, in the previous two episodes, three... Sort of thieves, sort of rob somebody, and got themselves pretty hurt, uh, hurt in the process. How are y'all? Uh, remind me your 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 uh, physical and mental states right now, friends. With a with a brief mention of your name. Oh hi, I'm Travis. I play Beef. He got his left arm cut real good. Uh, I'm Griffin. I play Montrose Pretty, and uh, I swallowed a a pin and I sprained my ankle, and I'm very stressed out. Oh yeah. Um, I'm I'm Clint McElroy. I'm playing uh, Emmerich Dreadway, and I don't see any physical. Problems. You got knocked out, dude. I got, got knocked, knocked out, out but you is got that... knocked out. But we didn't assign any harm on it. It just sort of happened. Healthy yeah. boy, healthy, healthy boy, a healthy knocked so out I'm boy. A healthy, healthy boy. I've, I got I got stressed though. I got stressed. You got stressed, and you're knocked out currently, right? Is that where we're at? Or yeah. did you? Did the, yes, because the shock didn't go so great. It knocked him out, but it also knocked you out. That's correct. Yes. Okay. Well, the score is over for all intents and purposes, but, and we are going to move into a phase called downtime, um, but you all have to help me get you there. Can we get there? 
Yeah, let's go there. Right at the end of your last heist, Gravel pulled up in a stolen truck, throwing open the van door and telling you what a miserable job you did. Yeah. Do you uh, climb into the van with Gravel? Yes, and I scoop up Emmerich. Okay. And like, I'm just, I'm just throwing him over my shoulders. I, cl- <laughs> I, I climb into the into the whale with Dracula because I am still tripping right. pretty good uh, right now. <laughs> so that's yeah. like my current sort of situation. I'm going to throw Emmerich over my shoulder and gently take Montrose's hand like a tiny child and lead him to the van. Okay, so you're all in the van. I need some orange slices. Yes, well, we'll... I mean, we're all a little rough when we start out, but that truly was despicable. You, sloppy, she's pointing at Beef, sloppy, lucky, but sloppy. You, taking some big chances, aren't you? And you, well, you're asleep. You showed a little bit of talent, which I'm telling you because you're asleep. But you got yourself knocked out, so I rescind my compliment. You three were truly terrible. Now, now, hold on, if I may. Uh, all things considered, and I know that's a big caveat, but all things considered, I actually thought it went pretty well. I mean, we didn't have time. Oh, to fascinating! Yeah, it so worked. If I hadn't shown up with this truck, what would you be doing right now, Beef? Walking away. Walking away. Now, I will admit, the little turnabout, turning yourself into a hero, that was good. That showed a little bit of skill. God, you are all miserable. Are we going to go? Because you're telling we're us we're doing this a bad job, but we're she's, just sitting she's here in a stolen no, she's truck. Driving. She's driving. Now, she's you driving. Listen, listen here, you floating, living, speaking ham bone. <laughs> all right, she's gunning it now. Uh, and she's getting closer and closer to what you would think of as the border of Eustabin. Um, um, there's an area where the, the park sort of stops. There's gates uh, behind it, and there's some edge. Uh, and, and around the edge, wrapping around Steeplechases, you know Steeplechases is a tower, but this is something that you would know. One of the main ways, in fact, the main way that guests get from the entrance of Steeplechase at the ground level to wherever, whatever layer that they'll be spending their uh, holiday in is a train. And it's a train that wraps all the way around Steeplechase in a spiral, ascending up to the top and in another track, descending back down to the bottom. Uh, many uh, uh, major developments, especially in uh, major theme parks, adopted the monorail. But Mr. Denton was not content to stop there. His obsession with transportation led him to develop a system that was twice as good. Two rails. What? For the train. This is... What you are looking at, what you're getting closer and closer to, is the bi-rail. And coming soon, Schick's tri-rail. A third <laughs> rail for a closer shave. <laughs> That's just getting silly. Yeah. <laughs> you're careening. You're getting, it's going faster now. And it's, she's, she's not showing any signs of stopping until she uh, parks about four inches from the edge and helps lead you all out the gate. So you're just there in the, uh, the the sort of field that protects everything, waiting for the by rail to pass you by. Um, you're, mm, 
It's occurred to me right now in this moment that you're expecting to take the pin and go. Is that correct? Well, that was my plan. Yes, uh, but you're in really bad shape. And I, for some reason, feel a little rough about that. So we're going to get you fixed up. But I have to ask you first. Uh-huh, yeah. Can you keep a secret? Oh, thank God. I thought you were going to ask where the pin is. Oh, okay, great, yeah. Oh, I saw where the pin is, right? <laughs> That's the other part of our... Co- That's another complication we're going to have to suss out. So yeah. I have a torso pain. Mm-hmm. Beef, you're the only sentient one here. Can you keep a secret? I keep, I keep plenty of secrets, yes. All right, then you're going to have to trust me for this next bit. The bi-rail is careening up closer to you. Beef, you've still got Emric over your shoulder, and I think she has sort of helped prop Montrose up. Now, when I count to three, you have to do exactly as I say, and I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you just have to promise you'll do it and not think about it, right? Absolutely. Beef! Okay, yeah. Beef, swear to me! Uh, You only get one shot, Beef. Swear it! I swear? Okay, the bi-rail is coming up. It is about to pass by you. It is upon you in three, two, one. And she shouts, jump! Yep, he does. Yeah. Well, is someone don't... going to jump? Is someone going to be holding on to our unconscious? Yeah, I'm holding Emmerich. We just and then covered we're, that. We're doing that thing where, like, the uh, you know, two people are, like, holding a child's hands in the middle and kind of picking oh, them up fine. from time to time and swinging them. We're doing that with Montrose. You okay. try to land on the bi-rail, which doesn't make any sense. It's going way too fast and the sides are closed. But what else would you try to do, right? I mean, what other option do you have? You miss it. I spread my wings. You spread your wings, your incredible gossamer non-existent wings. Yeah. They're ineffective because of the non-existence. Damn it. I, you I, see, I see the wings. <laughs> you oh, slip man. down and find yourself smack on iron, on rot iron. And it's it's filthy. It's filthy in a way that you forgot things could be. Used to have been so spick and span and, and it, it is always kept shining. And this is gross. There's grease on, on your hands, Beef, uh, as you start to pull yourself back up. And you look around you and you see uh, <laughs> it's been sort of roughly constructed. This is not made by the uh, expert creation years, right? That's what we went with. Isn't it? Cre- creation years? Creation years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it, this is not Creationist made by the Easters. Cre- yeah. <laughs> this is not made by the expert creation years. This is something that has been uh, rigged together. It's a, a sort of sled almost. And you can Whee! tell the, the wild thing is, and the thing that it takes you a second to realize is that you are being pulled along with the momentum of the bi-rail. You look up and see the bi-rail. You are being pulled beneath the bi-rail. This is, uh, we call this the undercarriage. Gross. It's a little way we get around. We uh, just wait for a bi-rail and uh, hop aboard. No one notices. No one minds. It's fine. Well, now, it's... hold on. Which one is it? That no one notices or no one minds? Because if they don't notice, then you don't know if they mind or not. Oh, you're one of the thinkers. I like that about you. But try don't, to keep don't let on that it, get okay? around, okay? I've got a lot to cover. Please keep up. <laughs> That was her talking, not me. I love all these interjections. 
So the uh, the tr- the by rail continues to hurtle around, and it's pulling up till it's halfway between your layer of Eustapin and the next. And uh, and we don't you. know yet what the next one is, right? Well, I guess Correct. we would. I mean, there's you, maps, I don't know. right? I don't know. I would assume that like. It's like a, if this is like an amusement park parallel to our like current day, right? There's map. I mean, you're aware of what. It's not a parallel. I wouldn't think of it that way. I mean, the the layers of steeplechase are um, practically tribal. The the people don't have the um, geographic attachment that we would assign to a, a person to help them sort of divide themselves out as like, I'm this kind of person or I'm this kind of person. So people without that like geographic attachment and without a lot of connections to the outside world have turned the place they work, the layer they work in into something of a family or an extended home. So I'm not sure you necessarily would care what's above you. I mean, you might know, but I don't think you've necessarily like been there. Used to been as your world. Like that's yeah. where you you reside. But I mean, like I'm talking about like because you've talked before about like part of the magic of steeplechase is that it's so mysterious to the outside world, right? Right. And so is it like people sign NDAs when they come in? Like is it very No, I don't think no, it's not like that. But I don't think that because you go to used to been, you necessarily know like what happens or anything Got about it. ephemera, right? Okay. Like, okay. But you're halfway between your layer and the one above you now. And she says, now this part, this part, <laughs> this is harder. You have to hold on because this will be a, a little jarring. And she starts scooting back towards the uh, rear of this little sled here. And you notice that people have uh, uh, taped cardboard boxes i mean layers of cardboard boxes and she starts pushing herself up against the cardboard box like a a, almost in a fetal position and she starts drawing uh motioning for you all to join her um i think she's probably already pulled uh montrose close to her and and pressing him against the the wall do you do you join yeah i i yeah i mean in for a penny um, at this point, and then I, f- I gently fold up Emmerich. <laughs> right. For, for convenient storage. <laughs> <laughs> I you make sure up. all the joints bend in the way that a human being is supposed you, to. You pop out his convenient travel handle. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Is it forward or backward on that one? Forward. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, I turned him into a semi truck. Wait, back to a person. Okay. All right, hold on. And you see a lever uh, towards the back, and she pulls it down. And uh, immediately the momentum starts to shift. You start to immediately slow, and you see a uh, a, a padded wall drop out from the side of of the steeple. And you're. F- not slowing fast enough to, oh, shit. Yeah, you did. You crash into this padded wall, and it, oh, my God, does it hurt. Thankfully, you would have absolutely been thrown by the force of this stop had you not been uh, uh, curled into the back. And she said, now, remember what you said about the secret, right? Yeah. Ow. Ow. All right. And you see a uh, Now, I just want to say, not to give new notes, but maybe should you ever find yourself in this position again, um, during the time you took to berate what a shitty job we did, next time explain, like, we're going to get on a sled, and that sled's going to hit a wall. Right. 
Yeah, secrecy's hard to shrug, ain't it? Here we go. <laughs> and she uh, slides across a panel, and it's dark, like really dark, and you smell a, a sort of a mustiness coming from this hole, again, very foreign to you. And she starts to push Montrose through. You hear him sort of fall to the ground inside with the noise that he makes. Mm-hmm. Ah! I am going to, uh, hold on, let me see what I've got here. Well, surprisingly, I don't have anything that would count as smelling salts. Damn it. That's okay. I, okay. I'll, I'll, we'll get I'll fixed come up. To you. Come on. Do you come in? Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's nothing grand. The space that you've lived in for years, worked in, has been crafted. It's been made by designers. It's been made for aesthetic beauty and function. This is a mess. There are uh, trash littered all around. There are pipes that uh, are obviously extending from the layers above and below that have sort of used this as a uh, a place to hide the work, the plumbing, electrical, what have you. There's maybe five feet above you. You're crouched a little bit. It's filthy. Every surface is greasy. What little light there is seems to be coming from uh, 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 discarded flashlights kids' toys that they have discarded and are, are being charged. You're in between. And she looks at you. She says, You spent your lives in the layers. We are the ones between the layers. Welcome to the buttercream. <laughs> I'm sorry. And she leads you in, and you see more people, people hunched over, crouched, navigating around exposed wiring and pipes going about their business. Some people are chatting, eating uh, some food out of cans that they found. Some people are uh, playing card games, you can see. Some people have, uh, uh, you see in one corner, a man and two women with a, a, a what appears to be a map sprawled out uh, in front of them going over some sort of diagram. There's people sleeping, uh, obviously, but uh, separate. Uh, Very few are sleeping in proximity to each other. This is the BC, the buttercream. The buttercream. I'm so proud of you, Justin. Thank you. Yeah, I've never been so proud. Because it's what's between the layers. Yeah. There is no criminal underworld in Steeplechase. There is a criminal between world. Yeah. The buttercream. A butter, uh, it's a criminal creamy world. Criminals. For, yes, for criminals. <laughs> for criminals. <laughs> All right. So, we can agree first order of business. Getting that pin out of your dum dum. She gives a little squish to your tummy. Oh, I wouldn't do that. It is just a loose do pokey you pin have, in there. Maybe no tickles. Do you have the key to me? To your to your tongue? Cool. Uh, you know what? In a sense, yeah. Let's find somebody. Well, now hold on. What does that entail? Cause it's this okay. Doesn't... She's got the key. For, well, the, for it goes in my belly button, and it. Opens. Okay. First things first. Could you please find somebody to wake up this sleeping dead weight on my shoulders? Oh, wait, oh, oh, sure. Here, yeah, he just knocked himself out. Here, I, I have something in my bag, and she reaches into to into her bag, and then. Her hand flies out and just smacks Emmerich full force across the face. Come, <laughs> here we go. Oh, <coughs> yeah, that was just a little shocker. 
Little shocker <sighs> ain't no harm. No, 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 he's fine. What the? What? Hey, Emmerich. Um, you're still on my shoulders. Emmerich, buddy. Uh, yeah. Hey, we're um, in some buttercream. I'll explain in a little bit. Oh. Um, uh, are you cool? Um. Um. um I. I guess my f face hurts. Yeah, you got oh. you got smacked by gravel. Gravel smacked oh. you real good. Oh. Can I get one of those? A smack? But of course. <laughs> And she smacks you full across the face. <laughs> I mean. Ah, there we go. Back to my senses. Thank you uh, for that. No, 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 no. You have a pin in your stomach. You're fucked until we fix that. <laughs> yeah. Well, but he's not uh, drugged we, anymore. No, he's not uh, drugged anymore. Okay, yeah. I say, uh, I say, I, I need uh, a, um, I need a bucket of salt water and some privacy. <laughs> um, now, normally this is when we would handle payoff. That is the first phase of downtime. Uh, but that doesn't make much sense. Because the object of theft mm -hmm. is still in um in inside Griffin's uh tummy. Inside, inside Montrose's tummy. Montrose. Let's not confuse. That's true. Yeah, Griffin that's is true. a human in the real world who did not eat a pin. No, I would never. As far as I know. So that would be the first thing that we would normally do in a downtime phase. Payoff. We can't do payoff because the pin is still in your belly. Uh heat would be the next phase. Um now the way heat is assigned. After a score or conflict with an opponent, your crew takes heat according to the nature of the operation. Zero heat would be smooth and quiet, low exposure. <laughs> Two would be contained, standard exposure. Four would be heat, loud and chaotic, high exposure. Here is what I'm going to say. Okay. There's no heat. Because you guys managed to turn that situation into, uh, well... You'll find out right now. Someone waves uh, gravel over. It's Left Sock, a friend of hers. Hey, now are these all their God-given names, Justin? Or is this... yeah, that's isn't that weird? Yeah, it's weird. So weird. Left Sock says, "I gravel. You have any hand in this?" And you see this little screen, and it's like a um, uh, it's a monitor that's been uh, sort of wired. Uh, to a power source, but it's it's clearly not how it's intended to be used. It looks like it was maybe in a kiosk or something, and it's just sort of been rigged to to stand. And you see this sort of like intra-steeplechase news feed. Uh, I think in, this is sort of the thing that maybe is on at, in your room, you know, if you happen to be in the oh, sort yeah, of, yeah. like, the, this is announcements. That closed circuit, you know. Exactly, kind of thing, yeah. closed circuit. Uh, and, and you hear them, uh, an anchor or broadcaster come on, and, and you hear, and uh, thanks to the, uh, the diligent work of some uh, uh, unexpected uh, heroes, the pin that we uh, uh, thought had been lost had, uh, has been recovered. This is clearly an employee of Denton, probably someone on the customer experience team, uh, and they are explaining what the, uh, the ruckus was. Uh, yes, but it is uh, all completely under control, and thank you, wherever you are, Beef Punchly, for helping to recover this pin. And you see him raise up the pin. It, he raises it up for the camera. And I am uh, so grateful. I do have a special guest here with me who wants to say thank you, too. It's Sticky Finger Paul Pantry. And you see a man come over... He looks like kind of like the Quaker Oats guy with wire rim glasses and a, a rainbow colored top hat. 
and he says, Yes, it's me, Sticky Finger Paul Pantry. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you to Beef Punchly, wherever you are, for helping me to rescue this precious pen. <laughs> I love that, man. And then you see uh, four or five people who are just in the immediate area spin around, and you hear them all say, It's Sticky Finger Paul Pantry! Do you guys know about Sticky Finger Paul Pantry? Of course. He loves to laugh. He loves to laugh. That's true, Dad. Sticky Finger Paul Pantry is a beloved figurehead of uh, the prize pantry. As we all know, when he was a little boy, Sticky Finger Paul Pantry was not allowed to steal the cereal treats out of the box, and his mom would always scold him. But now that he's all grown up, he's decided that everyone can share in the fun of extracting a cereal prize from a package of Sticky Finger Paul Pantry's famous fake cereal. Now, Justin, so, I have a very yes. important question. About Is it about someone I've talked about recently, like a yes. recently introduced character? It is about Sticky Finger Paul Pantry. Thank you. Isn't it good to say? It's fun to say. Guys, now, can I just say something real quick before you say your thing? Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sticky Finger Paul Pantry, since I said that out loud the first time, yeah. I haven't kind of stopped saying it in my head, Yeah, and it is so good to get Sticky Finger Paul Pantry out there where everybody yeah. has now, to Now, th- there are two things I just want to say, Justin. One, it also could be the fun of uh, the name of a slightly whimsical serial killer, uh, which I enjoy. Interesting. Uh, um, but, side note, this is clearly a character that this person is, is playing. Have we ever gotten to uh, talk to the actor playing Sticky Finger Paul Pantry outside of his, like, on-the-clock time? Do we know the real guy? Travis, I will be honest with you. As far as you know, there is no real guy anymore. He never breaks character. He's been Sticky Finger Paul Pantry for 12 years. <laughs> this is the only Sticky Finger Paul Pantry you've known. So we've never seen him not be Sticky, even if it's like in like the mess when hall. When you see this person on TV, that's Sticky Finger Paul Pantry. If he's at the post office, if he's in the can, if you run into this man, he's Sticky Finger Paul Pantry. This isn't fucking Bush Gardens, Travis. Yeah. It's <laughs> steeplechase. Okay? I'm going to say that right off the bat. Uh, kind of grades on on uh beef a little bit as someone who has a like persona, you know. Lyndon, he's Lyndon Julius in his normal time. Beef is a character he plays, and so this guy, the number of times that Beef has tried to say like, yeah, I I get it, I I've been there too. And Sticky Finger Paul Pantry's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, I, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, his voice sounds more like his voice when he talks, but yeah, for sure. That's how that's Sticky Finger Paul Pantry. He's he's stuck in a moment he can't get out. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> oh boy. This guy again. I can't Oh my god! Boys, are you seeing this? Boys! Your yep. heroes! And they've got the pin, so there's no need to recover it well, from within me. Now, not- this is a thing that didn't occur to me, uh, and I'm very sorry about your pokey tummy. He's like, they could make another one, right? Like, they made the first one. So what would stop, especially since no one saw it, so they don't know what it looks like. Oh, yeah, I figured they'd make another one. Oh. I didn't think we'd get discovered in the way that we did, but uh, I figured they don't want to let anyone know what we've done, right? They don't care about losing a pin. They care about losing a, a, a customer. And you don't want to think it's a lawless wasteland, right? So they tend to cover that when we work. But then, um, what is the benefit to you of owning the pin? 
Everyone knows how this system works. This look at the pin. It, well, you can't see it, but trust me, I'll, I'll show you. With there's a certificate of authenticity. This stamping, we can prove it. It'll be fine. It's sad though, right? You kind of wish. I don't know. Sometimes I wish everyone knew. Ah well, ten sweets, right? We just got to get it out of your tummy. Come on. Yes, I will say the longer we wait in extracting this pin, the further it moves from mint condition. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. 
April 25th is Taz. April 24th is my brother, my brother, and me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2 schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information's there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Her Majesty served Great Britain and the Commonwealth loyally for over 70 years. And while, of course, we feel a profound sadness, we must remember she lived a long life and died in such a way that I think many of us would want for ourselves. She was at home, surrounded by her family. And, of course... She was listening to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is a multi-award winning comedy podcast and you can find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. You're in a theater. The lights go down. You're about to get swept up by the characters and all their little details and interpersonal dramas. You look at them and think, that person is so obviously in love with their best friend. Wait, am I in love with my best friend? That character's mom is so overbearing. Why doesn't she just stand up to her? Oh, God, do I need to stand up to my own mother? If you've ever recognized yourself in a movie, then join me, Jordan Cruciola, for the podcast Feeling Seen. We've talked to author Susan Orlean on realizing her own marriage was falling apart after watching Adaptation, an adaptation of her own work, and comedian Hari Kondabolu on why Harold and Kumar was a depressingly important movie for Southeast Asians. So join me every Thursday for the Feeling Scene podcast here on Maximum Fun. So we are now in the the buttercream, which I, I is more about utility than it is about narrative. Um, so I I have asked you guys to think about downtime activities, and I know this is you probably thought this would be happening and used to been, but I, I'm hoping that we can figure out who's here together. I thought that would be more fun, right? Yeah. So, so I I think first order of business has to be you, Montrose. Yeah, um, you have a pin in your stomach. I mean, that's yes. what it is. It sucks. Um, we uh, one of the uh, uh, activities you can do is recovery. Um, oh, that's seems... great because this is a that's a double entendre in this circumstance. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I'm 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 pretty beat up. I know that I don't think I'm the only one who has considerable harm. No, oh, yeah. beef. You are also injured. So. Uh, yeah, I had an idea for somebody who could be a medic and used to bend, but I imagine that Gravel probably has a somebody here. No, she doesn't. That's uh, why I'm asking you. She might after you tell me, Griffin. But you know that this is like a criminal uh, underworld type thing, right? You know the yeah. deal. You understand what the buttercream is at this point. It's pretty basic, right? This is the place the bad people go 
to do the things that bad people do. So what do you think in a world like that where they have to kind of stay off the uh, off the radar a little bit? How do you think people get fixed up there? It is a physician and surgeon uh, who was a former um, costumer. Ooh, okay. Uh, okay, named, fun. Named uh, Spoker. Spoker, all right. And Spoker worked with the, uh, you know, the mascot costumes, a lot of uh, uh, seam, seam work, but uh, had, had a medical background that they were forced out of for whatever reason. So Probably doctor not. who then gets a job repairing mascots at Steeplechase and then decides to sort of go into the doctor stuff for the uh, illicit middle belly of of the uh, of the tower. Oh, that's good. That's really that's good. Stoker? Good. Spoker. Spoker. All right. Let's go see Spoker. All right. We're going to have to get you fixed up. It's going to be a little um yeah, hurty. Yes, it's going to be a little bit hurty, but I, I want you to meet a friend of mine. Come on, uh, come on, right this way. And she starts navigating, and it's really interesting to watch uh, Gravel in this situation because where you all are sort of gingerly stepping over, like you're uh, investigating the basement of a guest house where there's been a power outage, slowly, gingerly stepping your way around. She's navigating it. Think like Tarzan, right? In the, in, in the jungle. She knows exactly where everything is. She's moving at a pace that's actually pretty hard to, to keep up with until you find Stoker. Griffin, what is what is Spoker? Spoker. Spoker, Spoker I got it. What does Spoker look it's like? It's easy Griffin? to remember, Justin, saying, she's a spover. She's a Spoker. She's a midnight Spoker. And then you'll remember it. I think she is uh, probably in her 50s, uh, short white hair, um, very uh, sort of leathery okay. uh, complexion. Where's she from? Is she American? Uh, she American? She American? America, Can we trust her, Griffin? Is America... Is America? I didn't know that um, this story takes place in America. Where's, where you've heard Gravel's voice? Where's Gravel's voice from? The north. The north. Yeah, sure. So, so she's from the south. She's from the south. Yeah, she's from the south. Sure. Yeah. Let's go with that. Well, hi there, Gravel. What'd you bring me? Uh oh, look at you. You're not looking too good. Come here, let me see him. Now, Justin, did you just encounter uh, a common DM moment where you're like, wait, are these two characters that I voice going to talk to each That's, other? Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. It didn't feel good. It's never yeah. great. Well, hello there. It's uh, nice to meet someone with the same Lewis drawl as myself. My you know what? This is Gravel. You know, I love watching her work so much. I'm just going to stay completely quiet. So why? Oh. <laughs> How have I never thought of this? <laughs> I've decided. Well, what to be seems so to be the problem, partner? Well, I, I did swallow something that I should not have, and we've all. Oh, you naughty boy! What was it? I'd rather not say, but it is metal, and it was just sharp, and um, I'm going to need to expel it, and then. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Standard extraction. I, I know. I know the game. Listen. It, it, 
I love that you think that this is unique, but honestly, this is the third um, extraction I've done this week. It's a pretty common way to get things out of a sticky situation is to put them into another sticky situation. If you catch my drift. I do not. I also, I do you, what not. I'm saying is you put them, is your pooper, right? So you, your pooper. I don't want it to go that way. No, you don't want to go that way. It's a rough. That's a rough go of it. Um, let's go straight up through the tongue. All right, does that sound good? You're not too squeamish, are you? About blood and stuff. Oh, wait, uh, okay, stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Listen. I, oh, I, listen. If you don't let me work, it's about to get perforated, and you won't like that one little stinky I, bit. I, They'll have to extract you, and it'll be a whole thing. Just uh, um, some salt water and maybe a strong magnet. I think I can make this work without the need of, without having to make any sort of uh, overnight stay in this in this facility. Ah, uh, you, you think salt water would get it out? All right. Well, let's try salt water here. I uh, let me see. Let me let me uh, get you a fancy glass. Hold on, and let me just get uh, some warm. Okay. No, I don't have any of that. I'm gonna get you. Um, I'm just gonna take it out, and it'll be real quick. Oh God! And you gotta, you gotta have a little bit of faith, okay? I know, I know what I'm doing. Trust. It. Gravel, tell him, and Gravel nods. Okay, this could not be <laughs> less important, but I do have an ouchie on my ankle. Oh, oh, now that looks, that's really serious. Oh man, I'm glad you brought this to my attention. That this shows really good judgment on your part that you would choose to give these equal priority mm, smart 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 okay so um oh god i wish i had some way of knocking you out because that would be a lot less discomfort i wish you had just been knocked out i could yeah. knock him out no that's that's fine i mean my friend over here apparently has a just rocking the wild wild west just sort of get gadgets and gizmos could just zap me one good um, but that seems that could induce further harm that you would then need to repair, which is counterintuitive. So, uh, okay, Griffin, here's what I'm going to have you. Well, let me ask you guys, you know, the situation we're in. Do you think that how well this goes should depend on a role or do you think we should just be able to extract it? I don't want you to do things like swallow pins with no consequences. Yeah. I feel like we need some sort of consequence for this move. Otherwise, every time you get anything, you'll just swallow it. <laughs> if this is a downtime action, then there is a role, a, right. a recovery role that we would do. Uh, right. We have talked a little bit about hacking the recovery rule a little bit because the way that it works in the game is like you have a recovery clock. And then the result of your roll like checks off marks of that clock, but there's a chance that you may not like get it done. And then if you get injured again, the clock resets, which seems like I get the, it's a game about managing resources and For stuff what like we that, do. but not it's, very fun narratively. Yeah, it's a little too much like spell components for me. I'm just like, all right, man. A little bit. Um, I found a, a hack okay. uh, that is. Let's see. Uh, by Archive15 on itch.io. Uh, and basically it just changes it so that it behaves more like other systems where you roll the dice. And then if it's a one to three, you clear level one harm. If it's a four to five, you clear the level one harm and move 
moderate harm down one. If it's a six, you clear the lesser harm and then you move moderate and severe harm down one. And if you crit, you can basically do one more move. So you are basically just like bumping the severity down the list, but it still takes the downtime action and you have to roll for it. Okay. Um, here's what I'm going to suggest then. Uh, Spoker's a professional healer who knows what they're doing. Okay. Um, I feel like two, two die makes sense for Spoker. If we're rolling with Spoker's like acuity with this, maybe even three actually, now that I think on right? I mean, if this is like uh, Spoker's main skill, yeah. I think you'll find other people who are less savvy yeah. But Spoker really seems to know what they're doing. Um, okay. And, and in, a, in a normal one, I would probably have somebody do a gather information role to see how good of a physician you can find in yeah. any one area. But this is sort of- Well, I, there's my, also an a acquire asset that is one of the downtime right. activities that could also be used for this, but um, yeah. it seems like we have skipped I that. think that uh, what I'm trying to do here is I threw you guys into this adventure without with very little time to prepare yourselves. And so I want to not be as severe with like long-term punishments from just that one, right? right? Yeah. We're all sort of learning our footing. And Gravel's here, so she knows this world very well. Mm -hmm. So I think she found you a really good doctor. So we'll have you, Griff, roll with um, three. And let me check out your sheet real quick and see. It's hard because we, I, you know, you don't have the harm from the, the pin being in you or the surgery because we didn't necessarily know like what that harm well, was. Okay, I, we if, have it as a two. We have it as a two. So oh, yeah. swallowed a pin is a two. Sprained ankle is a one. Right. So Griff, let's roll three, and you explain to me with our system what uh, where it leaves us. Jesus. Okay, I got a one, a four, and a three. So the four is what we will take there. And with a four to five, you clear the lesser harm, and you move the moderate harm down one. Um, okay, that's not too bad. No, and we can say that the swallow to pin harm becomes recovering from yes, a surgical procedure. The yeah, sprained yeah, ankle yeah. is gone, uh, and uh, and that is one um, down to uh, Excuse me, as, as, as long as you're sewing things up, um, could you possibly take a look at this? And uh, uh, he rolls up his sleeve, he rolls up his sleeve, and you see he's got, like, tattoos up and down his arm, but there's, like, a big gash, uh-huh, I would say it is, where was he? So yeah, I'm gonna say it's across his forearm. Oh like, man, that's nasty, ugh, yeah, gross. I, I think Matchstick did it, maybe? That was his name, I think. Oh man, that's gross. Gravel, who'd you bring me? These guys are gross. And Gravel just kind of like shrugs like, what can I do? Uh, I'm Beef Punchly, um, I'm the Slam and oh Slab. Oh my God, you're right, you are Beef Punchly. Yeah, the Mountain oh, of Meat. Oh man, what a co cool, this is cool to meet you. Yeah, thank, oh, thank you, it's uh, cool to meet you as well. I don't want this to fester, so anything we can do as far as like disinfectant and sewing it up. Yeah, I got some lice all around here, one sec. Oh boy. <laughs> All right, here we go, Trav. Uh, we're gonna stick with three uh, because this is the same person. Okay, I got a two, a five, and a four, so a five. A five, Griffin. What does that mean again? So it's gonna Travis. move it from a two to a one. So like it's right. not and severe if you have, anymore, but it's did still you have healing. level one harm? No. Okay. So, so then, your yes. arm is healing up. And it's a level one, is that right? Yes. Now. All right. Um, and Dad, you don't have any harm, correct? I mean, we, we didn't uh, establish that you shocking yourself 
was like a permanent injury you needed to deal with, right? Um, now my hair is a bit frizzier, <laughs> um, but that is about it. And I, I may have singed my mustache just a little bit, but no, I'm uh, relatively harm-free. I do have a skin tab. If you would, all right, y'all, take it easy. And uh, you, gravel starts to shepherd you all away. Uh, what else do you guys? What, what were you thinking? Well, can of we doing take a break and get fucking paid? Yeah, now absolutely. that we have the pin out absolutely. of us. I like how you use it like the royal us. It's nice, yeah, Griffin. Me and we Marcus. all collectively swallowed the pin. Yeah. All right, now I want to show you all the very most exciting part of any buttercream. Are you ready? Yes. Right. This yes. is a big one. All right. You three. Press yourself up against the wall, cover your eyes, and promise not to look, okay? You'll ruin the effect. Wait, where's the pen right now? She's got it. Nope. Okay. I'm, One. I'm, I'm, um, I'll do respect, and I do feel as though we are earning and building a certain level of trust here, uh, and so far, surprises have varied from interesting to painful, but, um, you're not gonna, like, take the pen and, like, run away while our eyes are closed and make us look like doofuses, are you? You know what I am. You know where you are. This is the buttercream. We we don't do that sort of thing here. If someone says they're going to do a job, they do it. If someone says they're going to pay you, they do it. There's a lot of shifty business down here. But the one thing that everybody can trust is, the one thing we kind of hold a tiny bit sacred, is that if you do the job, you get your sweets. Okay. And Beef closes his eyes. And she just, she's gone. What? She's gone. With the pen? You guys want to look around a little bit? Wait, what? what? She's she's gone. She's just not there. Okay. But she said what she said. She's just gone. Did we get the money? No, there's did no money. Did you go hear a part where it? I said she hands you money and you love it? I guess she's got to go sell it or something. What would you do? You heard what she said. You heard what I said. What are you doing? You want to look around? Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah, what? of course. What do you want to try to find? Her. Okay, that's correct. That's perfect. That's perfect. Can yeah, I hunt? Okay, here's. Yes, you can hunt, Griffin. Uh, Justin. Yes. Your dog will hunt while while hunting around. Okay. If Beef hears uh one what one might call the telltale sounds of gambling, uh huh, he would be distracted by that. Perfect. That's actually great, Travis, because that is absolutely what you see. You see four uh, young guys, like probably early 20s, uh, and they're wearing like long black coats that you could tell from the stains on the outside sort of double as as blankets and and uh, uh, all manner of all manner of uses for these uh, for these dusters that they're wearing, but you can see them rolling uh, uh, what appear to be spheres on the ground, and there are other sticks that they are running the spheres into with these little flicks, and you could tell right away they're playing knockers. Oh, is there maybe like a different name that? Like in a different, like region, <laughs> it has like a different name. Yeah, in different. I mean, maybe some places maybe. it's called boobs. <laughs> some <laughs> places <laughs> it's called. I mean, this game's called Knockers because you're knocking the the spheres into other spheres. You okay. know, the Knockers is sort of like a kids' game. People play it for you know candy or whatever. But this is this is serious. These people are playing it for uh, coin. And I don't think it's 
uh, they're not playing for sweets. Sweets in in this world are like a uh, think of more like a store of value is the mm-hmm. way coin is sort of treated. So I don't think that you are you know this is not gambling for sweets. This is people gambling to uh, pass the time. Right. Um. If uh, you you guys look over there for her, not I'm gonna look over here just real quick, just see if these guys saw anything in the general vicinity of that gambling den. Yes, just to see if they saw anything. They seem like they have their heads on a swivel, and I just want to uh, see if they saw what they know. Yeah, sure. I mean, let, you're a big boy. Let's you can peel off. Uh, so yeah, he's gonna step over there. Are you? Uh, is this you guys uh, playing some knockers? Huh? Yeah, buddy, we're playing knockers. You want in? Um, yes, yes, I do. Please. Um, how how much? Like, what's the what are the state? I've never <laughs> I've never played before. Uh, I don't know much about it, of course. Oh well, you're gonna well, we're gonna this is gonna be lots of fun. Uh, my name's Saxophone. Hello, saxophone. My name is Beef Punchley. That this- that that there's paper towel. I'm saxophone. Okay. And we're playing knockers. You sure you want in? Yes, please. This is a high risk game, thrilling. Okay. You sure? Yes. Here we go. Get ready to knock them. Now, then Beef has two played thumbs knockers. up. Beef Beef does no knockers. Beef, of course, has Beef gambled knows before. knockers. Um. So this is engaging in his vice. Okay. And so it says to roll my lowest attribute, which I believe is either insight or resolve. I, I don't have anything in either one of those. Okay. Right? Let's is that say, right? Those are the three. Insight, prowess, and resolve. Yeah, yeah. Let's say this, Trev. Let's say that you've been playing knockers for uh, five minutes or so. And the, the sort of like chits that they had given you uh, to sort of buy in with. Um, uh-huh. That uh, Again, we're not that interested in like running around money in this yeah. game. So like we just assume he has some running around money and we don't really care that much what happens to it, right? Yeah. The stakes of this are not that you're going to lose money. It's Yeah, it's that's not stuff. the point. Right, that's not the point. So you're uh, you're playing with the, the chits there and you get to like, you could tell that this next knock that you're about to do could end it and you could like walk away with a little bit of the winnings, but maybe you have to have resolve to uh, hang in there with with the game, okay. right? Does that does that make sense? This is also once again not Beef's first time, so he's not trying to like clean them out because that's a good way to make it so people don't want to play with you anymore. Yeah, you but know the what I mean. Important thing that for Beef though, I think, right? Let, tell me if you think this. Like, if this is his vice, winning and losing is not super important. Correct. Okay. Well, and it's also uh, while he enjoys gambling, uh, this kind of game isn't his main thing. So he's looking also like building a bit of a rapport with these gentlemen so that eventually find somebody who deals in like bigger sure. stakes. Yeah. Uh but yeah, resolve. So just like one D six, is that it? Roll dice equal to your lowest attribute rating. And then um, then you will clear stress equal to your highest die result. So but that's the confusing thing, right? Because it says to roll the highest, uh, take the highest die result. So I wouldn't roll two, right? If we're following the letter of the law, he rolls two and takes the lower result, but also like overindulgence is a mechanic in this game. And so it is much less likely that you will overindulge if you have oh, okay. a lower. Yeah, but they made it, he made it sound like the, the farther along in the game you are, the more advanced you are, the more op- 
chance you're going to overindulge. Well, okay, so now I see what you're saying, Griffin, because taking the high, if you take the lower number, that is protection against overindulgence. So always taking the higher number, you roll two dice or one dice, and actually having one dice is safer, right? Because you're not risking a higher number to overindulgence. So the higher, the further along you are, the higher the risk of overindulging because you're rolling more dice than you have the risk of getting a six. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I rolled two. Oh, I got a one and a one. Shit. Wow. Holy shit. That, neither one of those helps very much. I got a lot of stress, guys. Yeah, so uh, you can boost results of a lot of different downtime activities by spending coin, but I don't know that this is one of them. Uh, but you can spend a coin to take an extra downtime activity, so you could ostensibly spend a coin to play again. Well, now he is a gambling addict. Yeah. And he just lost. Yeah, you know what? Even though I, Travis, know that the smart thing to do after we just made money is to not do that, Beef is going to. Um, listen, do we have the money? Do we have the money to play? Interesting. Let's see. Well, yes, we have two coin. We have two we, sweets, right? All right, man. That's a, that's a bad beat, man. I'm uh, sorry about that, but take it easy. All right. Thanks for well, playing. Well, now, now, hold on. Um, what if we? Uh, you're cleaned out, brother. I'm sorry. Okay, but what if we raised the stakes a little bit here? I do have um, a sweet to put down. If you guys think you could match that, let's see it. Where's the sweet? Let's see it. Uh, our crew does have two sweets. Yeah. All right. What? what oh, just that you started out with? Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I don't know how they would give you. Travel, you know what? You have one. So if you want to spend one of the crew suites to do this, I, Justin, I don't want to. Oh, yeah. You have nothing. Beef is very this. stressed out. And all right, man. I'll let you buy back. I'll let you buy back in with the with the suite. All right. That's fine. Okay, Here, but let me if, slide I, over. if yeah. I win, you guys will match the suite, right? Let's do one roll, double or nothing, right? Or all all or nothing. Okay, so Trav. Yeah. You know that you can't actually win a suite here, right? The, because you're not gambling for money. You're gambling to relieve your stress. So I I I can't let you relieve your stress while you're making money. <laughs> then this will just be gambling yes. the game. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. just be gambler. Just like no more crime. Just like let it ride. Okay, stress then Justin, free and earning coins. Then I will conversation with you. Okay, to say what if uh, on top of this, I also make a fortune roll, and if if I win the fortune roll, I've established a connection with these guys. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah. If we have to keep seeing saxophone and paper towel. Well, I want them to connect me up the ladder in the gambling track, uh, right? To, bassoon, to fucking bassoon and, and... Oh, okay. So you you brought a suite. You're like a high roller, huh? Well, I am I didn't know country. we had like a dandy, dandy gentleman gambler here. Um, right now, uh, Beef is still shirtless, and his arm is still covered in blood, uh, and recently stitched, and his, his torso, anywhere, like, that a shirt would cover, is littered with tattoos. Right, and he cool. turns to the one who just called him, like, a gentleman. And he says, excuse not the me. the one. Paper towel is not spoken. This is just saxophone. Yeah, that sounds right. Saxophone's always tooting his mouth off. 
That's a new, that's a very common phrase in the language. So what do you say? Phrase. What do you say to to the saxophone? I ain't no gentleman. Now are we rolling? Knockers? Oh my God! You're beef punchly. Yes, the slam and slab. I've tried to announce myself three times now. The mountain of meat. <laughs> you didn't sound like yourself. America's ham. Oh man, this is so cool! All right, I can't believe I'm about to take beef punchly's money. This is amazing. All right, here's your knocker, bud. Take your world. Okay, so now remember. Yep. You have three whirls per round. Of course. You have to hit a spinner, a clunker, and a chunker. <laughs> In that order? Or does Can I get the chunker first? What do you th- where do you think you are? You uh. think you could hit a chunker first? Come on, man. This is, okay, we play that's by better. street rules. Uh, five is my highest on that one. Which there feels we go. a lot now, better. We take now your, take that we take five lower. Now we take the higher one. Yeah, remember, take the higher one because it risks overindulgence. So that's how it's balanced. Okay, okay. So now I only have one stress, which feels a lot better. Yeah. Uh, and then a fortune roll is just like a D6, right? Yeah. A four. Four, okay. All right, listen, I know you didn't win this time, but I want you to keep that huge, muscly chin up. There's lots of other games, and uh, we know some people. We'll, uh, we'll spread the word around, all right? Okay, thank, uh, thank you. Gentlemen, uh, Paper Towel, uh, you were very quiet, and I didn't get to know you, but uh, you seem like a solid fellow. Uh, saxophone? Oh, not if I see you first, am I right? That's beautiful, man. I've never heard that before. Wow. <laughs> well, not no, I, I said, I'm wait, more of like, not if I see, not, not if I see you first. Man, that's oh. deep, because you never think about the other person seeing you first. Wow. Well, okay. Good have stuff. you not? Have you never heard someone say like, "I'll see you," and then they say, "Not if I see not you first. Not if I see you. Not if I. See. Sorry, I'm practicing it still. Not if I see you first. Oh, saxophone. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. It sounds better when you do it, Booth. But it's pretty, pretty good. And then you hear, you feel a tap on your shoulder. Yes. Are you losing your money before you've even won it? Hey, um, no, I was just, I was trying to find you, and I was talking to these, uh, talking to the saxophone and paper towel here, uh, right. to see if they yeah, knew I had where to you'd get to my stash. I defense the pen the whole bit, but who's ready to get paid? Uh, so what we agreed on was one suite for each of you, plus an extra suite for the crew, which would have been four suites. Um, and according to the payoff chart in here, that's a small job, a small job, a strong box. Feels pretty good to me. I think that 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 is a uh, that makes sense. Four coin. How does that grab uh, you guys? Yes. yes. I mean, so, obviously, everybody always wants more, but um, I mean, I think if we're establishing the rule of they're not going to go back on it, I think that quid pro quo, us trying to push for more money after the job is done. It would be very bad taste, right? Yeah, yeah that sure. would. Yeah, that would be I'm not sure. saying we'll but, never but, but, do that. I did not know. The reason I'm bringing it up is that I did not know that there was an established chart for payout. So I just kind of picked that that amount in our like squabbling back and forth about it. Um, so there is like that's mainly me wanting to establish that there's an economy with payouts, right? Like yeah. bigger payouts mean more. Uh, money, but it's pretty open-ended as to what okay. exactly that translates to. Anyway, four coin. Uh, you're also going to take, uh, you're you're going, not take, get rep or reputation. Uh, and let's see. The crew earns two rep per score by default. If the target of the score is higher tier than you, take 
plus one rep per tier higher. Uh, so you all were actually targeting the old timers, which is the uh, the name that I have for the the sort of like used to been faction. Um, and so you all, then they are one tier higher than you. They're not like super bad boys, but you're absolute zilches. So they would almost have to be. Um, did you guys give yourself two rep? Oh my, yeah. how, how saucy are you? But now you have three. Yeah. Um, so great. That's awesome. Good job, guys. Um, now, Justin, was there any um, like rep benefit to Beef Punchly as a hero? Um, hmm. And that can also just be narrative, if, if not mechanical. I mean, that yes. could be something. Yes, convert. Actually, thank you, Travis. I'm glad that you said that because I did very much want to establish that. Um, you have increased in one with your um, your rep with the uh, the used to been faction, the old timers. So you now have a plus one with people in in used to been itself. That and you know what? I'm does? actually going to make that a plus two because uh, you were already like well established there. They knew you, and now they are even friendlier to you than they uh, would have been otherwise. Is there a place for that? There is a crew. Faction, there's like a faction tracking sheet, but I have not been using that just because, like, okay, I put, the, I just put it in my notes. There's so there's so few factions currently, it hasn't really made sense to have a sheet. But you do have, and we haven't established a lot of factions yet. I have yeah. established the old timers, and um, you get a plus one with uh, or I'm gonna say plus two with old timers, um, and Trav. Uh, I'm actually going to say that uh, you all have a plus one with uh, gamblers uh, awesome. from your from your moves there. Uh, so you are a little bit known when you run into gamblers there. Uh, and they like you because you gave them a bunch of money and didn't get anything in return. Yay. More it. That's gambling. That's gambling, folks. Don't let anybody tell you different. It's a sucker's bet. Every time. Um, okay. Dad, do you have any downtime activities for it? You're the only one who hasn't taken. Travis has done both of his. Yep. I've done one. You haven't done any yet. Yeah. Um, if you look at the downtime activities here, Dad, uh, this is going to be a little bit tricky because we don't have a great plan, but you could acquire an asset. That's a temporary thing that you can get for the next thing that you're going to be doing. You don't know what that is yet, so that might be a little bit tricky. Um, recover, which you don't need to do. You could reduce heat, uh, which which makes it so that you guys uh, are not going to, but you don't have any heat because you didn't get blamed for the last thing. Um, and you could also train. You can mark one XP on the XP track for an attribute in playbook advancement. So you could, um, which are one of those, that's the attributes are the three, right? Um, can I ask a question that might inform dad getting an asset? Yes, yes, Justin. Yeah. Uh, my question is, uh, like Eustace, right, got, quote unquote, caught or whatever, dissipated as soon as it was out the door. Are the hard light projections tied to their little, like, bead projectors? Or is it, like, a thing you can upload into any bead projector? I think... And Dad, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. And I don't, I really don't want to get too deep into this right now. I think that they are uh, reprogramming one, I think would take significant skill. Like 
that I don't think it's something you do on the fly, right? You don't push a button and now it's completely different. Programming is tied, I think, in in large part to um, the prisms. And we haven't talked about that yet. And that's probably good. Like, that's kind of by design. I kind of want to figure it out as we go. But yeah, Trav, to, to answer your question, um, I don't know if that answers your immediate question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that no. is kind of what I was thinking. I was thinking that the hard lights would be almost like computer programs. Right. Yes, they are. In the fact that, you know, the ones I created, I know all about. The ones somebody else created, we wouldn't know all about. Mm. And by the way, downtime can also indulge vice, right? Oh, yes. yeah. That's what and I just did. You probably want to do that too, right? Well, I got five stress. Yeah, you you probably want to indulge your vice. What's your vice there, uh, Imrek? I don't know if we've talked about it. Well, it was. I had a this wonderful idea, but I can't use it now. It was going to be gambling, too. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, well, I mean, well. It could, you could be a gambler as well, if you like. Um, I think um, some quality time for you guys. I think pleasure. I think the two downtime activities he'd like to do would be to indulge his vice. And also, I would like some kind of long-term project that'll have a payoff as we proceed on our on our overall cunning plan. Um, okay, how how about this, uh, Imrick? To to uh, to your to your point, how about your long-term project is normally programming hard light would is something that you would need to do like in your lab. Um, but maybe the project would be sort of a mobile lab oh, okay. that you can yeah, do yeah, yeah, small yeah, yeah. Re- reworkings with, right? So you can um, maybe do like on the fly small hard light projections when you're when you're on the move. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Build something into the wrist thing. Oh yeah, that would be cool. I like that. So like you're putting it into your wrist uh, computer yeah. and like reprogramming it. That's cool. Um, so for downtime activities, I'm looking at this page. Do you just do like a fortune roll to, to figure out how it goes or no, for the long-term project, you start, yeah, you start a clock and you roll. You did, right. So but you, it says according to your result. Right. So you, Justin, determine how many pieces of clock this project is going to take. And then he rolls the relevant stat. So for this, it would—I don't know if it would be Tinker or a Tune. And I just—I—I I think at this point, just to say it out loud, because we've come to that point a couple times. A Tune has to do with the will of Hardlight Creations, right? It's interfacing with the AI of a Hardlight projection. It communicates, and exactly. Tinker is like the building of a machine or the right. workings of and a the machine. programming of it. Yeah, in the creation, but like, like I think. Tinker is creation. I think it's Tinker. Tinker, yeah. Tinker is creation and a tune is communication or interaction. Okay, so you, Justin, need to determine how many, how big this clock is. Yeah, I don't, I think this is, um, you know, I'm going to call this four. I think that that feels good. This seems like it's not, it's not, um, you know, completely. Now, the one thing I will say is I understood it is that it should be something you can't complete in one downtime. Right. It would so be it would he, be he would need he, to get a critical roll. Yeah. I mean for four? Wouldn't he just roll a four? No, no. No, no, no. No, no, Look, no. It's, it's segmented. It's, it's segmented there. Um okay, Dad, why don't you go ahead and roll before I 
All right, let's state exactly what he's working on. The long-term project is to have uh, build something into his um, his wrist thing, um, a process for um, constructing hard light creations on the fly. Yes, and I think of a to... small scale, right? Like he's not building an armored car or whatever, but like small no. objects – you know, that you can objects you can or all right. So let's, I really let's, am not trying to get set too a scale. Deep into, yeah. Okay. No, no, let's set a scale. Um, not, not, not person size. Yes. I think that that's yeah. but an item, an item, a yes. hard light item. Yes. Like a green lantern's ring. Yes, exactly. And we'll figure out the cost of that and everything as we go, but go ahead and roll. And then I'll figure out what, what. All right. So that's, a, so that's tinker and that's two, right? Yes. You take the highest? Correct. Mm -hmm. Is this risky? None. Five and a one. All right. So a five would translate to two segments. Now, again, I will I will state just because this is our first downtime and we're getting used to it, you can spend a coin to increase that result one level. So if you wanted that to be a six, you could spend a coin to to do so and then it would be three segments marked off or you could hold on to the coin and not do that i think this is pretty important to emmerich's character i think i think he'd spend a coin to add one to the six right is that what you're talking about or are you talking about rolling another die no, no no you don't roll another die it just increases the result level not even the number that yeah. you rolled the so result it would make level. it instead of two segments you could spend a coin to make it three segments okay so i take there's three on your clock right are you spending your coin yeah, I'll spend my coin. Okay. I'll spend my coin. So now you'll make it three segments. And you can see the clock. It's right there on the table in roll 20. And I'm going to make it now one segment left. Uh, it's uh, almost uh, done. Uh, uh, uh. That project's going swimmingly. What's your vice? Pleasure. Pleasure. Oh, man. What kind of pleasure? Pleasures of the flesh. Don't what kind of pleasure, Dad? Just tell me what kind of pleasure, and I'll find somewhere to delight you. Okay, uh, I think he loves to follow fantasy bootfall. Uh, bootfall is a stealth-based sport. Finally, if I may. Where you have a, you choose a team of one assassin, one burglar, one pickpocket, one saboteur, and there's a, an organization that, that tallies up all the crimes over the course of a week and posts the results. Oh my God, I love it. I love it. I love this. So it's fantasy bootfall. Fantasy bootfall. <laughs> and you're not doing yeah. it for money because that would be gambling. You're just doing no, it for the, the pleasure of the pleasure of uh, it, it. It appeals to his mind, his his statistical you know, analysis, statistical analysis, the numbers. And and he just gets a big charge out of it every week. He goes and s sees what. uh Graft Kings comes Stop. up with uh, <laughs> now, Dad, and, and they're they're Graft Kings because they they uh, they bribe the blue no, it's coats fucking great, it's fucking great, Dad, to give them the to give them the crime stats. It's a, this is all great stuff. Now, Dad, I don't need you to answer right now, but I do want to charge you with coming up with the other members of your fantasy bootfall league. I would rat, yeah, would. yeah. The, I think yes, yes, yes. This is all great. All right, excuse me, gentlemen, before you head out. I was wondering if I could interest you in a game. You look like uh, someone of wealth and refinement. 
Oh, is my this a game, a game for money? My name is Saxophone. No. Oh, Saxophone. No, no, no. I have a... All right, listen, I was trying to be fancy about it, but y'all are the first new faces I've seen in a long time, and I'm trying to fill out my, my fantasy bootfall league, and I was wondering if any of y'all wanted to, to jump in on it, follow all the... You know, it makes the heist a lot more exciting if you know you're also winning points for somebody else. <laughs> it really increases... Okay, you, you're oh, kind of into it a little that. bit. Yes. Oh, my friend, I am all about the fantasy bootfall. All about it. Yes. Okay, so you've yes. probably heard about. Okay, hold on. Let me uh, let me get you a card. And he finds uh, uh, what appears to be the uh, 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 flattened uh, cardboard popcorn container. You know the the red and white mm-hmm. thing. You know the box they put the popcorn in. And he like excellent uh, uh, unpeels it and <laughs> flattens it out with his hands. He said, ah, mm-hmm. yes, I have one opening left here in stock. And I think that you uh, pick your uh, your team for the week. We, we don't have the time to get too deep into that right now, Dad. But let's, uh, let's have a roll to see how relaxing you find this assemblage of your fantasy bootfall team. I, uh, I, 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 before we do that, you need to tell me the name of the league. Because as you know, the... The name of the league is is very important, and it's also a big part of the fun. Oh yeah, <laughs> for so sure. What is the what is what is the name of your league? The night. Exactly. Wait, sorry. The name of our our league. Yes, the name of our league. I'm now a part of that league. So, what is the name of the league? Yes, Chuck's Sons. Chuck's son. All right, so it's a real old league, right? And it was a guy named Chuck, and he had eight sons, and they were all part of his team. And then they started cycling out. Now, oh. nobody knows Chuck, and none of his sons are in it either, but we're all kind of freaked out about changing the name. So it's Chuck's oh. sons. Delightful. That is. Oh, I'm currently in possession delightful. of the Chuck's sons trophy for third place. Excellent Re- achievement. Later, later, you must show that to yeah, me. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, all right, Dad, I want yes, you to roll. Roll with your weakest stat, which is probably zero, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I I just assume we're all of a low enough level. Um, so, Dad, let's have you roll. Um, roll two bonus die. Two die, I should say. And we got resolve five and two. So, Dad, you'll cure five stress. Excellent. That's exactly how... I mean, <clears throat> excellent. That's exactly how many he had. All right. She And then um, she, uh, Gravel, finds you. You're about ready to head home. Head home? Um, I still have one activity. Oh, really? Um, and I don't think I'm there, because I went off hunting for Gravel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to indulge a vice. Mm, go on. Stop me if this ever becomes too weird. But that is my, <laughs> that's my vice. Stop. So in perusing the buttercream looking for, uh, looking for gravel, I stumble upon some salvage from an old attraction at Steeplechase that has been decommissioned and... Um, hauled almost uh, like completely up to this 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 middle level, um, and that attraction. I'm torn here 
we had talked a while about doing a sort of uh, Hall of Presidents style thing, but uh, obviously the characters and world have changed dramatically since we came up with that. So I don't know if this is what we discover is a um, is an animatronic carousel of progress or an animatronic uh, hall of of uh, deities. I don't know which would be more which would be more appropriate for the world. Mm. But I want him to find an old, like decommissioned, like obviously very old because it's not hard light. Like this is. This is animatronics like some of the probably competitors for steeplechase would have used and then got completely overshadowed by hard light technology putting them out of business. Now, Montrose, while you're walking around um, looking for gravel, you uh, find a sort of curtain uh, covering an an entryway. And you, you think it's a curtain. It might actually be... Yeah, it's a used carrot sack, like that was used for storing a lot of carrots, like hauling a lot of carrots. Damn, that'd have to be a pretty big fucking carrot sack for me to confuse it with a a lot of carrots. It's a theme park, bud. So you uh, pull this aside and you walk in, and it's dimly lit, but you've been around used to Ben long enough to know what you are looking at. This is the remnants of an attraction called The Future Is You. That showed a, a lot of this the same family in a lot of different situations throughout history, and you recognize this one. This is the family as they were in the 1950s. So there's like a a, a, a futuristic but kind of clunky microwave, and the figures themselves. I think uh, the compressors are out, so they're losing. Uh, the, the, you know, there's not a lot of movement there, but. When you walk in and it's deadly silent, you see this family, they're utterly motionless. And then the son uh, of the family, he turns from his uh, plaster scrambled eggs and looks at you and sort of tilts his head. Um, hello there? Hello. Whoa, did not expect you to actually... Hello? Yes, hello. Uh, hello. Oh, boy. Uh, My mom makes the best waffles in all town. Well, that, that sounds lovely. I would ask for some, but I am... Uh, I've been advised not to eat any solid food for the next... Boy, math hours. is really rough. Yeah, I mean, math can be one of the more complicated subjects taught at school, uh... Could, could, could I help you out with You're that? You're a great listener. Well, thank you. I have been told that before. It's, uh, I, I find it to be more important to use it. This here's than... Dougie. He's my boy, but he is the wildest scamp in the neighborhood. Oh, I can tell just even after this brief. That's my boy, Dougie. Yes, I, I'm Montrose Pretty, and uh, it is a pleasure to make. What is your name? Hello. Yes, Dougie, and uh, Dad. I'm the Dad. <laughs> you Boy, don't... things sure have changed recently, haven't they, Stranger? Yeah, you're you're telling me. Is there a chair I can pull up? <laughs> what? Is yeah, there a there chair is, I can pull there's up? There's one empty this... chair at the table. Okay, I sit down at it. Oh yeah, it's a. Uh... Things have been moving a little too fast, if you ask me. It's uh, hard well, to get your bearings around here. 
What is your story? Well, I've been uh, working. Okay, let's stop there. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's happening with Montrose right now. And for some reason, it is relieving his stress. And we'll find out more about their conversations. But that is what is happening. Griffin, let's see how much stress that relieved. I'm just talking to my to my to my family, you know. Uh, so my lowest stat is a one uh, in prowess. You have a one in each of them. Yeah, I have. Uh, I have two in insight, two in resolve, and one in prowess. I'm, I spread myself pretty pretty thin. Okay. Uh, so that is a five. We love nice. it. Two, three, four, five. Cool. I'm down to two stress. I don't know if this is a real conversation that is happening. We don't have to answer any of the questions anyone has about this, especially not to ourselves, Griffin. Fantastic. All it's we know is weird. it helps. It's called weird. If it makes sense, it's not weird. It helps and you like it. <laughs> it helps and you like it. All right, you three. Listen, I've ever fed some people on the ground. We have to get back now. Everyone in Eustabin is looking for you. We gotta get back. We can't have people poking around in the buttercream. I'd be out for sure. Uh, but I mean, I'd and she starts. Uh, she starts heading to the opposite end of uh, of where she was just at. Uh, you, you know, when you first arrived, and there's like a, a sort of platform uh, there that's just sort of overlooking a uh, huge, calamitous, terrifying drop. And are we able to come back here? Says Beef as he eyes the gambling area. I mean, it's not really your world, is it? I mean, don't mean you, uh, you know, you're not going to tell anybody, but it's not exactly a place you visit. Well, I did promise Stephanie I would attend her piano recital on Thursday. Um, so I would like to get back here for that. There's no time for this right now. We have to get back, please. Oh, this okay. is the first time you've seen her a little bit nervous. Okay. Well, then we should uh, t- t- tally forth. Okay, the monorail, the, the uh, uh, you, you basically repeat this process, except this time, what you're learning is that the undercarriage, as she called it, is actually using the same momentum. It's using the same magnetic force that draws the bi-rail along. So you're basically like skitching underneath it, if that if that makes any sense. If you remember skitching, which is like hitching a ride and skating, which now I've used a metaphor to explain another metaphor, and um, I feel like I've lost the plot a little bit. So you head back. Uh, and you land uh, uh, back to the used to been level and manage to hop off. And Gravel looks at you and says, "This is as far as I go, right? Uh, this has been really, really fun, uh, I, and I'm so happy to have met you. But I do need to to get back to other more profitable jobs. And I, there is a non-zero chance that you killed one of my guys, and that's going to be really bad for all of us. You'll know if that happened." Um. Best not to think on it. Go on, chew. Thank you for the um, for the business. There's a crowd outside of the arcade. There's like a lot. There's like a lot of people waiting for you. And at the the front of the crowd is, yeah, it's him. It's Sticky Finger Paul Pantry. <laughs> there they are. There's my boys. Welcome, Beef Punchley and your friends. It's 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 Emmerich. 
Dreadway and Montrose Pretty. Oh, I know all of them. Come in, come in, boys. Come into the arcade. And let's, Beef let's... is just walking and flexing, still shirtless, still covered in tattoos. And everyone is cheering. Yay, they're so excited to see you. And now, if everyone could give me a moment, I'd like to talk to the boys in private, really thank them for the great thing they've done for us. And uh, he leads you into the arcade. He follows you. And uh, I, I think that, no, do you guys remember, this? Is a little, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but who runs this arcade? Poppy. 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 Poppy Mervin. Is that what we said? I think that so. Name, that, sure, that, sounds that sounds right good. to me. Well, I'll, um, I'll leave you uh, you for a little privacy, boys. I'm glad you're back. I, I'm so proud of you. I, I know you had it in you. Yeah. Uh, you. You've always been good boys. You just needed to apply yourselves. Okay. I'm so thrilled. Yeah, we have let me lock we, up for yeah, you. We have business, Poppy. Poppy, I brought you a lollipop. A lollipop, lollipop? Yep, a <laughs> lollipop for Poppy. Poppy's lollipop. Yes, here you go, buddy. Enjoy. Oh, there's little seeds on the outside. It's a poppy lollipop for Poppy. That's right. Thanks, sir. I don't know who this guy is anymore. Starting to sound like saxophone. A <laughs> little bit like saxophone. <laughs> so Poppy Mervin locks the door behind him. Okay, Paul. Um, what's What's the deal? Do you know who I oh, am? God. Yes. Of course we do. My name is Sticky Finger Paul Pantry. And I know exactly what you did. <laughs> and now, you're gonna do it for me. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.